Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. My name is Kaveh Hoda. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I am the host of this uh, fun little medical podcast. Today, we are taking on the news of the day, the news of the day, and taking on medical scammers and, and grifters. And to do that, I have two exciting guests. I'm very excited to have this group uh, on the show with me today with beards that put mine to shame. Um, first, returning guest, Ryan Marino, Dr. Ryan Marino, toxicologist, ER doctor, YouTubist, YouTuber, or is it YouTubist? <laughs> Can I call you a YouTubist? Yeah. Hey, buddy. How are you? Hey, I'm great. I'm glad to be here. I'm always glad to have you, man. I, I got to watch there. a bunch of weird TikTok videos for this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and joining us for the first time, and this is this is neat. This is a fun, I'm very excited to have you two together because this gentleman and I have been uh, sort of chatting back and forth on the interwebs for a while. And and like you, Ryan, I feel like he has become like a, a friend almost in real life. I mean, we haven't hung out in real life like you and I have, Ryan, but I feel like one day we will and it'll be a blast. We have Will Poole. You may know him if you're on the internet as Christy Yamaguchi Main, which is honestly just the most fantastic handle in the it internet. really is it's amazing thank you seriously thank you and, so much and you you are not a doctor um i'll have you introduce yourself in just a moment but you are such a fun follow on on twitter you have this uh twitter handle your own but you also have your alt handle catastrophic disasters 
I think um, hostile um, design is yours as well. Yeah, yeah. Just these really super fun um, Twitter follows that show the weirdest stuff. And you're just such a fun, uh, sharp guy. I'm really happy that you're joining us. Will, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much. And uh, my favorite thing about that uh, display name, Christy Yamaguchi Main, is having people that are much smarter than me say it. Uh, like it makes it cracks me up every time somebody else has to say that out loud because it's one thing to read it, but then having to say that mouthful out loud, right. it just it's so satisfying. I love it so much, and I really appreciate you having me. And you're absolutely right. We will absolutely. I feel like even though we haven't hung out, we would in a heartbeat, and mm -hmm. we would all the time if we were in practice proximity to each other. So uh, kindred spirits, for sure, for sure. I agree. I agree. And uh, I, I also agree with, you know, how much fun that is. One of my favorite parts of the show is I'll have like some world expert physician, very prestigious university titles. He'll come in and I'll read a, a question from Twitter from Phil McCracken 33. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Fartbot three thousand. I I think I'm mutuals with with a guy named Fartbot three thousand, which is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so Will, you're not a doctor. You're going to help us provide some non medical input here, uh, which I think is going to be really important for sure. any episode, but particularly I think this episode. So um, we're going to talk about some medical grifts. We put it out to Twitter a while back to see if people had things they want to cover and. They gave us a lot of great options. We settled on two, at least for this episode. Um, I'll be doing a separate episode on liver scams. That's like a whole separate thing that I'll be doing. Um, but we're going to do a couple of scams and grifts. Before we do that, though, I feel like this would be a good time to just review some of the weird shit happening on medical Twitter. Uh, because this has been a particularly weird couple of weeks. I'm not even talking about the rectal ozone therapy thing that I, I tweeted about, which... <laughs> Maybe we'll get to it if we have time. How did Gwyneth Paltrow get even weirder than that? Have you been watching her trial? <laughs> That's right. I forget who tweeted it, but she had like this. Someone tweeted something like, she looks like she's uh, defending herself from the accusation of murdering her husband in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we fixed the hole in the ozone layer, and now there's a whole new one that I have to learn about. Uh, yeah, this is it's much more important. Completely oh, yeah. different <laughs> hole. <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that. I think I think maybe we'll get to that. But so it's been a weird couple of weeks, like I said. There are some issues that I'm not even sure. There's a if you don't know about this vulva gatekeeping uh, lady who has been uh, really uh, oh how I wish I didn't know about yeah. the vulva gatekeeping lady. I mean, everything I've learned about this person has been against my will. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, can, okay. For our listeners who don't who aren't on Twitter. Um, and there's a lot of them. Could you guys, do you think one of you could explain it? Because I don't know if I can, because it's such a weird story, but it's it's reached like mainstream Twitter where even people like, you know, Will are, are having to engage with this. Could you guys explain wh who this person is or what the story is here? Uh, Ryan, you want me to take a shot at that? Or you want to? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, as the as the only non uh, medical uh, guy here, I'll give it my best shot. Uh, so there was some I want to say it was like an art exhibit displaying yeah. the um, outer genitalia of women like casts were made these like plaster casts. Yeah. And there was a series of them. And she honed in on a few alleging that they were post-op transgender 
vulva vaginas uh what's the tech help me out yeah vulva. yeah yeah you're doing vulva. all right you're okay doing all right good, bud. You're doing good. <laughs> i i could just uh, like i i was watching you too like oh these these assholes are gonna watch me squirm here here we go uh so uh she she very quickly started uh alleging that these were um these were not biological uh females that were part of this art exhibit which then turned into women basically replying to her saying, mine looks just like that. Like you have no idea what you're talking about. And she <laughs> turned into the vulva phrenologist, which is she can instantly tell who was biologically male when they were born, uh, uh, you know, a, a post-op transgender, uh, by looking at these casts and basically accusing women of lying about what their uh, vaginas yeah. look like. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, yeah. And she even argued with like a, a cis woman porn star who was like, yeah. mine looks exactly like that. And then has been in people's DMs asking for <laughs> pictures of their vulvas <laughs> that's, and yeah, that's sharing right. them with it. Yeah. underage people, I think. Yeah, I, I saw some uh, why she, as one does when you tweet through something, uh, she very <laughs> she very quickly uh, screenshots were being shared of lots of deleted tweets where she was just uh, she was she was unwell, honestly, like it was it was that level of frantic posting and not thinking about what she's actually saying yeah. uh, that that made her the main character for a few days. Yeah. Yeah. She really yeah. doubled and tripled down on that. Ooh, it was yeah. an uncomfortable thing to witness. I mean, I, I don't know how to like weigh in on those sorts of things, or even if I should. I almost feel kind of bad about it. Like when I see that, like someone getting piled on like that. But it was just so odd and so strange. And I there was multiple points when it was just showing up on our Twitter feeds without us looking for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. that it became really hard to avoid. And it was just a strange hot mess. Um yeah. and I would say do not feel bad for this person. I, I have unfortunately been aware of her for a number of years, and only because she is deeply unwell and her a real life harasser. Um yeah. Right. So yeah, she yeah. she has a she has an origin story as well, like a pretty tragic one, from what I understand. Uh, so that that's kind of why I, I'm I'm in the same boat that that y'all are, which is like, I just started to feel bad for her because you could tell she was spiraling, and yeah. uh, right, right. her her origin story. Apparently, she had a botched uh like cosmetic surgery, um, and she instead of uh kind of Being listening more... to other people she she's just right. completely turned into a uh, a batman villain uh <laughs> <laughs> when it comes That's... to yeah no no you're you're it's interesting because you you think like from the from what i read from her you know her tweets it sounds like she felt forced or pressured into getting a surgery to make her vulva exterior external you know uh genitalia appear a certain way and then she wasn't happy with it for for whatever reason and and that is actually really tragic i agree it's really one tragic that 
she felt the need to do that. And then two, that she wasn't happy with the results. And that's she, all That's all awful. You think that after that, though, she would be more like, hey, all vulvas are cool. You think, right? Right. right, right. She also uh, apparently, like, according to her, lost like nerve feeling. Like it was botched to the point mm. where nerves were severed. Uh, so she she lost sensation down there and was kind of gaslit by doctors she was going to saying it was kind of all in your head whether you're getting pleasure down there anymore. So it really is tragic. Yeah. Like it, it's really tragic. But again, it doesn't give you an excuse to like DM people in real life uh, asking yeah. for pictures like nudes uh, to prove them wrong about what they're genitals look like that's weird it that's is weird. weird i don't care what the situation is that's that's weird it's not comfortable yeah. the whole thing is uncomfortable and then speaking of weird and uncomfortable you guys see the stanford uh surgery residency post that then went viral for basically the yeah. fact that it was filled with mostly women one man uh no white male was in the class and that caused a huge uproar did you guys see that as well yeah. Yes, unfortunately. Now, the thing that's interesting is like that's another thing that you can't really ignore because it went really big. And you have people well, like Elon Musk weighing in on it. It's kind of yeah. becomes main Twitter at that point when, when that happens. I was going to say Elon Musk weighed in. Like, I we live in the worst timeline. I, we I do. don't know. <laughs> we absolutely do. It's like, so... why, why does he want to weigh in on surgery residencies? It, it's, it was really uncomfortable to see. And, and here's what, it, okay, it bothered me for a lot of reasons. Um, end Wokeness, which is, is like, a, I guess, a Twitter handle that I guess is like libs of TikTok or whatever. I, I don't know. <laughs> they clearly seem like sort of a toxic, you know. Uh, Someone who probably feed. couldn't define woke if they were asked. Right. On TV. Uh, it's <laughs> Bethany Mandel. Yeah, it's, right. it's, it's the Twitter version of Bethany Mandel. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So, so it posted it. It posted a picture of the Stanford surgery incoming residents, and it put the statistics on it. This is what I find so interesting. It, it says ninety two percent women, and then it says, but in the U.S., fifty percent are women. So, mm, more women being represented, and then sixty nine percent non white, and then it says in the U.S., thirty eight percent of people are non white, and zero percent men. Where it says the U.S. has thirty percent white men. What I find so hilarious about this is they're so close to understanding the importance of representation. Because <laughs> basically what they're saying with this is, look, you're not representing the country as it is. And they don't understand that's all that quote unquote wokeness is trying to do. Right. You know, is trying to get representation yeah. that it matters. It's, and they're so close to getting it. Is demanding those percentages be representative, not affirmative action? Exactly. <laughs> it's 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 the classic example of any kind of equality looks like oppression or feels like yeah. oppression to the people that are in charge, uh, to to the the race uh, that that's been in power the longest. Um, uh, white people, uh, obviously, it's just why does Elon Musk want to weigh in on this? Because he. Th he thinks he's smarter than he is. It's the, it's the, the yeah. entire, like you were successful at setting up credit card payments on the internet one time. Therefore you think you're an expert in fucking everything. Sorry. I don't know if we can cuss on here. Can we? Yeah, cuss on you here? absolutely can. Okay. Yeah, sure. He's, he can't get Twitter right. He can't yeah. get Twitter right. Like he, like he's actively making 
a, a website like he could have just increased advertising fees and like reached out to like more corporate corporations to try and balance the books or whatever yeah but he can't even do that correctly and so yeah. of course he wants to weigh in on this because he thinks yeah. he knows everything yeah my favorite thing about elon musk is that he is the person in all of history who has lost the most money <laughs> Oh man, Set, setting all sorts of records, and, what and you know what? We should honestly, we should applaud him for that. He's yeah. the best. He is the greatest of all time <laughs> at one thing, and it is losing money. Um, yeah, I mean, it, if you're ever wondering, like, if you're on the right side of an issue, it's become pretty easy to just look and see what he's like, how he's weighing in on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been, it's been helpful in that way. Absolutely. Um, it is it's just funny to me too it's just like and trust me i mean you know ryan and i are in medicine i work with surgeons a lot uh, i have for my whole medical life and training and there are plenty of white guys in it don't worry america there's still plenty of white guys in medicine okay there we have it covered <laughs> it's a, a couple of classes that are all female don't worry it's not going to affect much you're going to be fine it's just it's hilarious to me that people are so upset about it and it one really... of my favorite like statistics is there was a study that showed that having a woman as your healthcare provider actually gives you better outcomes than having a man. Yeah. So <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. Find the link to that. Just like just drop that in the replies of every dipshit, you know, <laughs> yeah. raising and raving about this stuff. Uh, it, it's it's you know, it's just obviously the reactions to something like that are always the person just telling on themselves because right. the idea that you know th their argument is that well we should pick the best and the brightest out of a group of people not based on any kind of diversity hires or requirements or whatever right and they are immediately telling you they do not believe that that could that group of people could possibly be the best chosen right. uh, for the class. Like right. it's it's impossible to them because they don't see enough of themselves in that group of people. Absolutely. And what's That's also right. interesting and for like the general public and people like Elon Musk have probably little concept of what the match entails in medicine. But like programs don't get to just pick who they want i mean they make a list of ranked applicants but at the end of the day the preference goes towards the applicants and so it's the most qualified people who applied to stanford and wanted to go to stanford got got those spots right um so it's not even like this was just someone sitting back and being like wow how can i pick the most woke uh <laughs> thumbnail board here of people you know and it, it's interesting i would be interested to see because this is just the general surgery residents I would be interested to see what the subspecialties look like, like the subspecialties like urology, ophthalmology, all these like all these surgical subspecialties, see what that breakdown's like. I suspect it's probably not as good. But at the end of the day, all you have to do is look to to Stanford, look to their their radiology incoming interns to see what that looks like. It's all dudes. So, I mean, plenty of dudes in medicine. You're going to do fine if you're a dude in medicine. Don't worry. Um, all right, one last bit of news before we get to the 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 grifty part of this. Uh, there's some naloxone news, right? Can you tell us about that, Ryan? Yeah, as of today, um, the FDA has approved a nasal spray of naloxone or Narcan for the first time ever to be over the counter. So, I mean, this will probably take a few months to really start seeing, but um, that's pretty cool. This is something that has been 
is years behind, but is still a great piece of news. It's better late than never. Um, I'm really excited. I mean, Narcan is still really underutilized because there is a lot of stigma around it, I think. And the fact that like 70,000 Americans died last year from a fentanyl overdose when every single one of those could have been reversed successfully with Narcan um, just kind of shows that this should really be everywhere. So the more more we normalize this, I, I carry it everywhere. Um, I have it like in in everything I own. Yeah, it's a game changer. It's a, it is. It's really a game changer. That's and incredible. Yeah. How would you like uh, how, how would, is is the use of it? Could you explain it to us? Because I've actually never delivered uh, it before. Could you explain to Will and I how you use it? Yeah, so the story behind it is kind of cool. So Narcan, the little nasal atomizers that we're talking about here, because it comes as like IV, intramuscular, all these other different formulations. But so for all intents and purposes, we're just talking about the nasal spray. This was a publicly funded initiative to develop a formulation of this product that anyone could use. And specifically, the goal was so that an untrained child could administer it. Um, and so like looking back on all comers, like, from the most confused people to small children to the elderly, more than 90% of people can correctly and appropriately administer this without any training at all, um, which then the publicly funded device got a pharmaceutical patent for, for a number of years, which is kind of a, a very United States thing. Yeah. But um, hey, just like, just like insulin. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so that's the story behind it. And so, I mean, you buy it, it comes in a box, it's two packs. Um, and all you do is put it in someone's nose and press the button. And yeah, it's one and done. And I mean, that is the difference between saving a life or not. And like, I'm, I'm not a big believer in miracles or anything. Uh, although naloxone is now over the counter, that's kind of a miracle in itself. But um, if anyone has ever seen Narcan be given, that is like the closest thing to a miracle as I have ever seen. Someone literally comes back from being on the brink of death or I mean, like maybe their heart is barely beating. They're not breathing anymore and they come back to life. So and it's it just really one cool. spray. You don't need to do both nostrils. Just one spray, right? Just one. And it comes with a second one in case you need to repeat it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, can you explain uh, in terms that I would understand what's actually going on on a molecular level? uh like how what is it reversing exactly so the naloxone itself is an opioid because it'll go into the opioid receptors in the brain okay. and so it just has the opposite effect so instead of like fentanyl where it stops your breathing when the naloxone pushes the fentanyl out and goes into that receptor it undoes the effect and doesn't cause that so you breathe again um okay and wow. so there's been like a lot of talk in recent years and still ongoing about narcan resistant opioids and that's not a thing um but i feel like people a lot of times in talking about like fentanyl these new potent opioids and how they're they're much stronger and that's why we worry about them um when you're reversing the overdose the drug doesn't matter it's not like it's binding it up or something it's just the number of receptors in your brain. So Narcan works for carfentanil the same way that it works for fentanyl, the same way that it works for oxycodone, just because um, it's based on like your brain rather than the drug you took. Mm -hmm. it, it's competing for those spots on those receptors. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. yeah. That's really great, man. That's, I, 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 I knew you'd be happy about it. Oh, he's showing us. Hold on a second. Here he comes. Oh. 
He, he literally carries one with him at all times because oh. you it never just know. Fell on like... the ground, but I have my trainer kit right, right. Here. Oh, nice. Hell yeah! Did, <laughs> is there any uh, information on how much this is going to cost over the counter? So that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. The prescription version was like one hundred thirty dollars without insurance, and um, they finally released the generic within the past year, which was again. This is like such a United States thing. It was blocked from coming to market for years um, after it was approved. But so the price has come down. So I think once it's over the counter, more of these manufacturers who are making generic versions will also apply for over the counter status and we'll see the price come down. But right now it is kind of expensive. So if you have health insurance and are okay with running this through your health insurance, that is a good way to go. Um, but also a lot of places will give it to you for free. And honestly, there are like online harm reduction groups that will even mail it to you for free if you want it. Yeah, that's fantastic, man. That's fantastic. I knew you'd be excited about it too. So I think it's a great, it's a, it's a great gift to get people. It's a good thing to, to get. Everyone should have it. I think it's a, it's a very reasonable thing to have in any emergency medicine kit and everyone should have something like that. All right, let's get on to the grifting portion of this because this is something that I've wanted to address for a little bit. I get asked a ton of questions about these things and particularly when it comes to colonics. Um, people, when we solicited ideas on Twitter, that was uh, that was a, a one that came up a lot, which was people want to know about colonics, coffee enemas, et cetera. So let me just actually, Christy, let me start with you. Will, Christy, mm -hmm. I'm going to use those names interchangeably. And I, 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 do the, I, I do coffee enemas every day. If that, is that what you were going to ask? Folgers or no? Oh, no, no. Espresso roast. No, yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Only the but, but, finest touch, touches this butthole. Let, let's just... <laughs> the best part of butthole. waking up is Folgers in your butt. In your butt! <laughs> in your butt. <laughs> it, uh, oh, it was pretty God. good with jingles. I'm sure you could probably... You nailed that, Ryan. That. I'm, I'm so proud. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, let me, Chrissy, let me just ask. What do you know about colonics? What's the basic premise as far as you understand about colonics? Uh, I don't know much of it at all, honestly. I don't know the difference between that and an enema. Um, oh, good. Okay, good, good. So I, I, I genuinely, I kind of thought they were the same thing, but the the way you were describing it um, seems like they are two it, different. It's it's different. Yes, yes. Okay. It's very good. Okay. Let me let me ask you this: colonics. What do you think the purpose of them is? Um. Uh, to get drunk faster, uh, like if you're yeah. Brett Kavanaugh Boofing. and you're yeah you're trying to boof when you're in high school or college, so you like uh, that's honestly like I I know these are a thing. Um, I would imagine they're supposed to either either supposedly I know, I know you're you're supposedly supposed to absorb nutrients through your colon lining uh, in a different way than yeah. if you consume something. Uh, orally, or it's supposed to clean stuff out up there. Yes. Okay. And you're and you're right about both those things. Basically, that's okay. sort of the proposed benefit of it. So colonics or colon cleansing, or sometimes called colonic hydrotherapy, is basically a treatment that is used to wash out the contents of your large bowel by means of copious amounts of water, or sometimes water with some other medication, sometimes herbal stuff. Basically, uh, more than you would get with just an enema. Enemas are used. We are we do use them in medicine for a lot of different reasons. Sometimes for constipation. Sometimes I uh, prescribe certain types of medical enemas for types of inflammatory bowel disease, proctitis, that sort of thing. So enemas have a pretty specific medical function that we sometimes use. just for a Friday night. 
<laughs> sometimes exactly and there's there's some other uses for it as well but colonics are sort of that they're a different thought the the claim behind them I'll, I'll go into a little bit of this is that they're to help remove these really unspecified toxins and you try to pin people down on what exactly it's really hard to get someone who's a proponent of it to do that but the the thought is that they would go in this all this water will remove this supposed accumulation of feces that's been lining and stuck to your colon wall. Sometimes they'll use the term mucoid plaque, which isn't a real thing. And that they, that these things will remove them and get things, uh, get all these toxins that could be uh, making you sick or contributing to brain fog or all these, all these different things that are attributed to it out of your system. Now, before I go any further, I do want to talk about that Friday night issue, because one thing I want to make clear is that for me, when I am like, saying don't put weird shit up your ass is not me saying don't have like sex, anal sex, okay? Because I do get a lot of people will comment on stuff like, oh, never put anything up my butt. Oh, so weird. I'm I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like, don't pretend this is a medical therapy that's going to treat your your health issues by doing these colonics to, to, to somehow rid your body of these bad humors. That's the stuff that I don't want. If yeah, people no, are, no kink shaming here. Right? Yeah, no, there's no kink shaming here. Like right. uh, the only thing I say about that is make sure whatever you're putting in there is something that's flared or won't get stuck in there that I have to go in at three in the morning to retrieve. That's what that's what I'm saying. Well, how like, how uh, how many of those adventures have you had? Oh man, I, I've had quite a few. It's gotten better over time. It's gotten better over time. Ryan and I, as as this. as more knowledge is dispersed about what is safe to put up your butt, it's you know what. It is, it's always what it is. The it's it's usually not always, but oftentimes what it is is um, straight men uh, or men who haven't fully embraced homosexuality, or straight men who just don't want to know the right or don't are embarrassed to ask. Sure. What sure. can go in there? What can't go in there? What's safe and what's not safe? People who are experimenting. I rarely find like a homosexual man coming in with something stuck in there because they kind of know. There's like enough yeah. knowledge around it, you know. Um, so I do want people, if they want to explore that part of their lives, if it's done safely, I'm all for it. Flared bases, have a great time. It's when people are doing unsafe stuff in there, putting things in there, they're either unsafe or they're being scammed in some way, which is what this is really, because you know there's really no health proponents of it. You 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 talk to people who who uh, who are proponents of it, they'll say things like, "It's been done since the age of the ancient Egyptians or the Greeks," which really carries a lot of weight when you bring up like it's an ancient remedy yeah, an ancient yeah. treatment it means nothing to me it means nothing to me that it's ancient you know some they, of that stuff they also did a lot of dumb shit a lot of dumb shit you know like like a like <laughs> flying so too much... close to the sun i mean yeah exactly exactly <laughs> kid icarus had a good run he had a good run that guy did <laughs> um but but the this there was this term that came up in the 1880s called auto intoxication and that's kind of where the colonics crowd um, sinks its teeth still to this day. It was this term that was coined by this French physician named Charles Jacques Bouchard, and the basic thought is you have all this junk in there sitting around. It's been sitting around for a long time. It's creating toxins, and those toxins are leaching into your circulatory system and making you sick. This actually got picked up for a while in, in like the late 1880s to like early 1900s by a lot of even mainstream physicians. The father of immunology is a guy named Ilya Meknov, Meknikov, sorry, 
And he was uh, this guy who was actually considered, a, or at the time at least, a respectable doctor. And he was a real strong proponent of colon cleansing with colonics. He thought you'd get these toxins out, it would extend your lifespan, it could even help you fight cancer. Not long afterwards, in 1919, JAMA, Journal of American Medical Association, uh, disproved it. And then since that time, there's been plenty of studies that have disproven that colonics work in any way. And I don't want to bury the lead here. Colonics don't do any, there's no scientific evidence that, that they help in any way. And there's actual real risk. Bowel perforation, you can damage your intestinal gut bacteria, your, your microbiome. There can be renal issues, electrolyte abnormalities. There's even cases of serious infections, air emboli, or perforation. So it, it, it's like a real thing. The FDA doesn't really regulate it in any way. They regulate the equipment that's used in colonic hydrotherapy, but they don't regulate its use in any way. I don't think, I don't think they could. So it doesn't work. It's not a great thing. But I guess my question I want to discuss with you guys, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this, is why does the scam work so well? It works so well. And it's worked for a long time. It had a real resurgence in the 1990s. It hasn't gone away. In my neighborhood in San Francisco, there's at least two dedicated places, businesses that do colonics in one neighborhood. And I'm sure there's more that I don't know about. In one neighborhood? Yeah. yeah. You have competing colonic shops in your neighborhood <laughs> they're actually on the same street believe it or oh not oh my god <laughs> it's really funny but anyways why does it work so what tell, tell me what am i what am i missing here why 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 can't we convince people that this doesn't work i think people really buy into that idea of auto intoxication or auto intoxicant um and i mean in just talking to people every day like people will ask me how they can get toxins out of their body. And I'm like, what toxins? And no one can ever tell me, but people believe that their body is like poisoning them all day long. Right. Um, and that's kind of crazy. And I think when it comes to colonics, I hear, I don't want to say like frequently, but I've heard multiple times people believe that you have like caked feces in your colon from like right. 20 years ago. If you ate like a crayon as a kid and get a colonic, like a whole crayon <laughs> yeah. will come out. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, the, there's the myth of uh, of John Wayne, you know, died with like 80 pounds of shit in his gut. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, I heard that as a kid growing up. So I think I think those urban legends persist. Um, I do think uh, it it also kind of feels good. Like whenever you, you know, you, you kind of get sick to your stomach or if, if you ever had like very light food poisoning and it makes you go to the bathroom and you're like, Oh my God, I feel like I'm six pounds lighter. You know, like you, right. that, that feeling that, that emptiness feeling, I think that is attractive to people. The idea that, Oh, the, the scale is going up. Well, that's just because I'm bloated right now, or I've got, I've got a, a bunch of, of poop I've got to get out of my system. And then the, the scale will go down. Everybody's yeah. always trying to lose weight and, and, you know, uh, buying into to scams like that. Um, and yeah, and also just the, the, the crunchiness community, uh, talking about the toxins in our environment everywhere. And they're not completely wrong about that, but it doesn't permeate us. I don't think the way that they, you know, describe it or, or convince their, their customers or followers. It does, you know, it, sorry, Ryan, go on. No, I go ahead. I was going to say, there's almost something about it that is like weirdly religious. It's almost like people on some level feel that they are filled with, and maybe I'm overthinking this, filled with sin. Like there's these evils in our body. Oh, we yeah. must 
punish ourselves to get rid of them. You know, we must. We, there's all that we must expel. We must expunge the evil from us. It's in Exer- there. E- we have to exercise the uh, the colon yeah, the, demons, the poop the flesh, demons. Yeah, yeah. The flesh exercise- is corrupt. <laughs> you know, and it, and it's weird. It, it, and that that's what it feels like to me. It feels like, it, and and don't get me wrong, a, a massive dump is great if you're constipated and you need like to have a an enema for that. That's one thing, but like. Your your body is not carrying shit from thirty years ago. I'm a gastroenterologist. I have been You've never in found like a Hot Wheel car in there. So disappointingly, no. Now now your no your go. mind your mind is carrying shit from thirty years ago, but that's absolutely. what therapy is for, right? Like, absolutely. That's, that's, yeah, you yeah. got to let that go through. Yeah, I mean, uh, and listen, through intense therapy. <laughs> and thetans are in there for sure. I'm oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, lots of thetans. But like the you know actually one of the first questions we ever did on the show like four or five years ago, whenever I started was uh, someone actually had a question, the gum question. Is there gum that's in there? Cause that was like the old myth when we were kids was like, you swallow gum, it's in your colon forever. And I've done so many colonoscopies. I've lost count that, you know, I've never seen anything like that. You don't see things that, that are maintained from a long time ago. The colon, we'll talk about this when we get to the detox part of it too. The colon as a, as Jen Gunter would describe it is a self-cleaning oven. It takes care of the stuff on its own. You don't need to fly. Your your, your body is going to regenerate. It's always it's always healing. It can it can take care of it as long as you eat right to begin with. You're going to be okay. I'm much more worried about like you know people's lack of fiber in this country than I am about their their auto intoxication from their shit. And it, yeah, but I also it, remember it. I forget who of the cast it was, but someone on jackass got a colonic on the show <laughs> that makes i sense. think it was i feel like johnny. that was like a big I, moment for them yeah, yeah i think it yeah. was johnny i remember that episode and i and, and then of course in the the first film i believe it was ryan dunn did the hot wheels car i remember that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, up his up his butt and yeah. then went to the doctor and had him do x-rays <laughs> it was i remember that one it was 
I like coffee a lot. I'm a coffee drinker. I'm an addict. I'll admit it. It's fantastic. And it does have some health benefits. I mean, I actually did a show about it with Prop the Rapper and Deepak Chopra's brother and the weirdest combination of guests I've ever had <laughs> with Elliot Tapper, who's also a great hepatologist, oh, yeah. liver doctor. But like, it has real health benefits from drinking it and, and pretty significant ones too. But there's no proven use of it rectally. And yet that's another one that that just won't go away. Um, unlike some of these other ones, the original proposition for the coffee enema at least had some science in its pseudoscience. The, the thought was that the glutathione S-transferase, which is this enzyme, would be doing antioxidant work in your gut and it would be it would be uh, taking out free radicals and things that could be damaging to your cells and your body. So there was maybe a little science behind it, but it's been well proven that it it doesn't work. And in fact, it is quite dangerous. I mean, you you can see cases of colitis or inflammation of the colon, and sometimes very serious perforation um, when that happens badly enough. And then you'll talk to people who do the coffee enemas, or I'll hear from them online, and they'll say, you know. It's only if you did it with hot coffee, which obviously you should not do. But, <laughs> but, so but if, you're, if you ever have too much faith in humans as a species, you should look up the number of case reports there are of burns from coffee enemas that were hot coffee. Oh right. my God, I did not even consider hot coffee as an option for this. <laughs> it, you know, in the initial writing, it, it is supposed to be cool, but people will sometimes use a hot coffee. Oh. But I also want to be clear, there's case reports <laughs> of it causing damage, even when it's not hot. There's something more than just the temperature of the right, coffee right, going right. into your gut that causes the problem. I'm it, just I'm just imagining the McDonald's hot coffee that the woman rightfully sued over that got like I'm 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 imagining that level like I could not. What is how I. Yeah, I don't even so, I can't even formulate the question to ask. Well, they, they sell the coffee enema kits online. I mean, you can find them on Amazon and it's literally most of the time just like a stainless steel bucket with a uh -huh. plastic tube that you put in your butt. And so I imagine people just pour their co coffee right into that. Like creamer and everything or Probably. like sugar creamer oh, half and half like what flavor like like i i like a little chocolate creamer in mine from well, time to time okay so let me let me first say that you know you can buy the high-end stuff where it's not just the metal like you go to goop i don't know if they still had it but goop was selling like their own coffee yeah, and the kids this for was a, while. a goop thing yeah and it was like a little nicer than a, a metal pan um but here's the, the finest here's the initial description of how to do it and i do hesitate to to do this, but I'm pretty sure no one listening to the show is the kind of person that would do this. I'm pr I'm pretty sure, but it, it was like uh, three rounded tablespoonfuls of slightly roasted drip ground coffee into approximately one liter of boiling distilled or filtered water and continue boiling for three minutes and then simmer for 15, 15 minutes. After cooling and filtering, add water to compensate for the evaporation until it reaches about 900 cc's. Prepare the solution close to the body temperature. I don't know how they're going to fucking, how he counts on people doing that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and then let it flow, et cetera. Um, and recommended doing it twice a day. So that's, that was the- Twice was, a day? Yeah. Pretty hardcore. And it, Pretty hardcore. You have to really dedicate there, yourself to this. <laughs> there are like alternative cancer clinics that still do this. Oh, for sure. No, it's yeah. still being done. People still really believe in it because 
this this gets to the so the rectal ozone thing. So the reason I brought rectal ozone therapy was I I got interviewed recently on like I was in BuzzFeed and Women's Health magazine, which was very cool by the way. I just never thought I'd be speaking so much about Gwyneth Paltrow's rectum in my life. But by, by the way, if they didn't uh, brand that a coffee Gwenema, uh, they're <laughs> like fire everybody on the website. That's looking great. There you you are good at branding, Christy. <laughs> Um, it, anyway, so let me give you the, 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 the reason it, it works is the reason why rectal ozone therapy is actually still a thing, which is because it sounds sciencey. Like they, like it, you try to understand why people are doing it and you look into it and you'll hear lots of different reasons and they'll use some medical jargon to do it. That sounds really sciencey. Like they'll say this is for immunomodulation, which is a real term we use in medicine, but not in regards to rectal ozone therapy. You know what okay. I mean? They'll use like the fact that rectal ozone is O3 sounds super sexy and sciencey. It's like oxygen, but even better because there's an I'm, extra oxygen in yeah, there. I'm I'm ordering one right now. Just it, I, it, I know you're sounds, telling you're literally telling me not to do this, but you just saying those words <laughs> like the window is open on my computer all of a sudden, and I'm putting my credit card information. In. I, 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 there's a little bit of my fear of <laughs> even talking about this stuff. Um, that's Until what you do, see what a ozone molecule looks like. I mean, it's it's an angry thing. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> if a molecule can be angry with <laughs> um, it. Anyway, so long and short of his rectal ozone therapy is not proven to work for, for anything. There was one case report I found of people using it uh, for for treatment of like COVID cases. Totally awful, <laughs> awful report. I mean, I don't know how it got into any journal. It was, it was really poorly done. And this is ridiculous. I mean, but they, they will propose its use for a number of different things, a number of different medical issues, and, and none of it has been proven to be helpful. And it's a toxic gas that you shouldn't be putting up your butt. It's a toxic gas that it's been proven. Like we, there are people who get ozone exposures, people who work in certain industries where it's used as like a, a cleaning or germicidal agent. Those people get pulmonary edema, big swelling of their lungs. It's oh, really shit. bad. It's bad on your mucus, your membranes in your body. It's not something it you want in your body. It yeah, smells it's... bad too, doesn't it? Like, doesn't it have like a, a foul odor or is it? So so the reason I'm asking is yeah. I, uh, during the week, I work at a car dealership. I, I detail cars and work back in the, the body shop and stuff. Um, and uh, we have this company that comes sometimes for cars that we get traded in that uh, we've had cigarette smokers. They uh, run these machines in them and they say that they're ozone machines yeah, and yeah. that it's neutralizing the odor. And I have no, again, it's probably, Probably all horse shit, but because of the key words that you were just talking about, no, it, the, the dealership's uh, like, yeah, absolutely. That sounds great. I'll admit, I have never smelt it, but it, it's supposed to have a very characteristic, pungent smell. It's supposed okay. to be like, I mean, chlorine or something like a, yeah, a bleach yeah, exactly what smell. it smells like. Yeah, um, it smells awful to me. I, I don't I would rather the cigarette smoke, honestly, than than the smell this stuff. Uh, yeah, and it's probably not any worse for you. It's probably about the same level of bad. Right. So it's a. If not worse. So, I mean, um, again, not that you need to hear it from us, but don't do rectal ozone therapy. I don't think anyone listening to this would. I don't even think if you had the money to spend on it, you would. But it also, it's like you have to – it's not cheap either to to get this garbage and, therapy. And uh, looks like it's going to be at my house uh, by – Friday. Uh, yeah, I cannot wait. This is going to be awesome. We'll My do a follow-up episode on your so butthole. rejuvenated. <laughs> you're, you're, you know, that's the thing, too. Oh, the, for this rectal ozone therapy, it's like this grift that keeps popping up. 
that's how it popped. The first use of it, I mean, it's been around for a while, but the first time I'd ever heard of it or seen it was for vaginal rejuvenation a couple of years oh. back. That was like the, the point of it, you know? And then like the grift disappears and then it comes back because there's always some grifter out there that realizes that like, oh, this is going to work. This yeah. is totally yeah. going to work. Ozone therapy is going to work on some It's all cyclical. Yeah, yeah. There's, all you there's... gotta do is land one Gwyneth Paltrow and you are set for life. Oh man, I'm sure that I, I I'm very hesitant to do this, but I probably should. I should just look again and do another search on rectal ozone therapy now that you know she that's gotten out there because of her. I'm sure it's changed from when I first looked into it. Um, and that's terrifying. All right, let's switch gears. Let's talk about heavy metal man not the good kind they're talking about heavy metal detox and maybe it we can talk about the detox industry in general and the, the detox scam soft rock radio easy listening yacht yeah, rock yacht rock uh, yeah just uh detox. smooth jazz smooth sure. jazz detox is never a smooth yeah. jazz detox <laughs> um as it reminds me i did a i did a uh a, a lecture once for gastroenterology fellows and um gastroenterologists and it it was about like metals in the body metal absorptions in the body and how it can affect the liver and i had like a picture of black sabbath on there and um fucking i thought it was super funny sure <laughs> fucking crickets absolute crickets no wait did, was was their name anywhere on the picture was their yeah, logo yeah, okay yeah, yeah, all yeah, right yeah yeah i mean but nobody got it. People nobody were like, what, it. Yeah, "Was that like yeah. a religious thing? What is that?" Um, <laughs> oh, Where's the Hannah Montana? There's a yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was old people there too. Come on, like, <laughs> people should have gotten it. I mean, it was before my time too. I mean, you know, sure, I wasn't around sure. for the. Anyways, um, okay, so detox. Uh, so detox actually is this case of like a legitimate medical term being turned into some sort of like marketing strategy. Did, Ryan, can you tell us? Like in actually, because you're a toxicologist, can you tell us about what is real detox, quote unquote, real detox, if there is such a thing? Yeah, I feel like at this point, I mean, the word detox kind of has no meaning for me. Um, and when I hear it, it's either in terms of like substance use and people like going to detox, uh, which is kind of a, a scam in its own right, for the most part, but also then these detoxes from like nebulous toxins, which if you ask anyone to nail down a single toxin, I mean, maybe they'll say heavy metals, but it's just this like boogeyman that people are are imagining their bodies creating toxins. The world we live in is creating toxins. And they're probably the same people who think that like railroads shouldn't have any regulations. They should just dump vinyl chloride into communities. But uh... <laughs> Oh, I like it. Topical. <laughs> that was a good, yeah. that was a good, yeah, that was a nice twist. Yeah, but there, there's no such thing as like a detox unless you're in the hospital and like need a medical treatment you are not doing anything to detox yourself ever right right the the advocates for detox will typically describe like the liver and the kidneys as being like filters in your car or in your house and you need to help them you need to clean them out every every now and then but again like we like jen gunter would call it they're self-cleaning ovens they'll do it themselves the liver will if you treat it the right way, right. will regenerate and take care of itself. So, but, Ryan, yeah, I, I know you said there's no legitimate version of this, but what about those pads that you stick on the bottom of your feet? 
and then turn like all sorts of gnarly colors and stuff. Those are legit, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, those are the toxins. That's, okay, those are yeah. This it's just bad colors that come out but, of you. Right? I don't want people to know about that because then I wouldn't have a job anymore. Of course. See, I knew it. I knew if it. You could just put. Your I mean, you, you are being. That's every call that Ryan gets in the middle of the night. Is like this patient came in. They were exposed to this toxin. He's like, well, did you did you put the foot yeah. pads on? Did, did you did you, did you put the pads on the feet yet? Have you sliced a potato and put it on your feet and compared yeah. it to the potato slice that wasn't on your foot? You know the one trick that we don't want people to know. That exactly. drives us crazy as <laughs> That's so, really popular on TikTok. The potato slices and those pads. Well, let's talk I, about that. Let's talk about let's talk about TikTok. You guys tell okay, because I don't because a lot of people when again when we put out this call for you know uh ideas for this episode, and a lot of people said TikTok scam, TikTok heavy metal, etc. I don't do TikTok, I don't understand it. I'm too uh old and I can't get it. So can you guys explain to me? what TikTok is, and second, what these people are talking about on TikTok, these heavy metal scams on TikTok. Uh, so TikTok is a video social media platform that like I have, like Vine, yeah, okay. essentially. It is a lot like Vine. With <laughs> a, it, it really is. And uh, uh, I miss Vine a lot because six seconds is about as much as I want to watch yeah. uh, anybody's <laughs> video. Um, I recently, I've only just recently started an account on TikTok. Um, and I've, I, uh, <laughs> I do one thing on there basically. I add the song Freebird over funny videos that I find and it just makes it funnier. The, the, it, you know, the transition every fucking time it works it's every time. Great, man. Like I find like a, a you know, a CCTV footage of like this, like fish, um, processing plant, you know, where fish are like sliding down the chute out of control. And this dude's trying to come, like you put Freebird over that. It is gold. It is TikTok gold. Um, it's so good. And I keep uh, waiting for it to not work. So I can, yeah, call exactly. You out on it, a, it a robot failing to, uh, make a hot dog in a Polish gas station, uh, <laughs> and repeatedly failing. I put Freebird over that and it has like over 10 million <laughs> views. No lie. It has over a million likes on that single video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so that is, is my experience with TikTok, uh, which is about as dumb as it could possibly be. Uh, maybe Ryan has more experience with the actual like in informative side of TikTok. No, I'm too much of a boomer to be able to figure out. I have like some draft videos I've made that I show people, and they're like, "You can never post these on." on <laughs> oh man, you, so you've got those good people in your life that are like real with you, they're like nobody. <laughs> No, nah, nah, keep that that keep those in the drafts. Keep those in the drafts. <laughs> it's you know that sound effect that's like pissing all by yourself, handsome. <laughs> I have like six videos of my dogs breaking into the bathroom. Uh, with, with that. I, I, that actually that sounds like it would be gold. I don't <laughs> I don't I don't know if you're getting good advice. Yeah, it, it, it would get a lot of likes, I think, but it Absolutely. probably isn't a good thing for you. Um, so, so anyway, so the, the, what are these, uh, TikTok videos about detoxes? Cause I did watch a little bit to try and figure out what's going on. And I think I have a sense, but the, the general premise, like it kind of goes back to people making this argument that your body isn't doing a good enough job for whatever reason of clearing out these toxins, or maybe they don't bring up the fact that your body can do it on its own. 
and in reality, if your body is filled with a toxin that your liver and kidneys can't handle, you don't need some scammy thing from the internet. You need a doctor in a hospital and maybe hemodialysis or and or a liver transplant. So you don't, these things are ridiculous. You know, they won't help you. But the the ones that I, I did sort of see um, were, and this was really the ones that bothered me, was these heavy metal detox agents being sort of surreptitiously sold to people or scammed or grifted to people who are the most vulnerable people. Parents of kids with some sort of autism or on some sort of spectrum have gotten some devastating news and they're looking for anything. And I fucking absolutely get that kind of desperation. Honestly, it's like, I've said this before on shows, like the same way I feel like there is a drug or a vice that will get you there is a grift or a scam that will get you as well. Everyone has one, right? Everyone Definitely. does, you don't know it, but like maybe it's maybe some money scam because you want to make some extra money because you're desperate. Maybe it's because your health isn't in a good place or your kid's health isn't in a good place. I I literally have an ozone ass blaster on the way to my house right now. <laughs> ozone right ass now. blaster. So yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. I mean, as long as Freebird plays over it. <laughs> <laughs> While I use it, it was all worth it. All worth it. Um, but so anyways, have you, you guys, have you seen these videos as well? I mean, do we need to, do we need to explain to people why this is not important? Ryan, can you, do you, can you give us your spiel about heavy metals in the body as a toxin and how you actually treat that? Yeah. So I love TikTok. I think it's really entertaining. And I mean, I love all these videos, but the weirdest thing about TikTok for me is there seems to be so much more of this than I've ever seen on any social media platform where people want to like diagnose medical conditions. And it's just like uh, a mom will be trying to like diagnose this or like some teenager is telling someone how what they're doing is like actually neurodivergent or, or whatever. Hmm. It's it's very bizarre. But um, the heavy metal stuff, uh, I think, is not unique to TikTok. That's something that is kind of like pervasive in in society. People know a little bit about heavy metals and like worry about heavy metals. And heavy metals are are a problem. Um, they're kind of ubiquitous in our environment. Everyone's exposed to them at low levels. But as a toxicologist, heavy metals are like the last thing I ever think about or care about, um, just because it's really hard to get toxic from heavy metals. Uh, especially in this day and age and and in our society. But the videos I've seen, I mean, are like people will attribute whatever symptoms or someone is kind of selling some sort of plan or, or whatever, trying to tell you that your symptoms could be due to heavy metal poisoning. And the thing that I've seen being pushed recently is getting these urine tests and the people pushing them will say, don't just get a urine test for heavy metals. You have to do this one where you take a medicine first and this is called like post provocative urine heavy metal screening and these mm. these are such a debunked scam in medicine that insurance companies haven't paid for them in over 10 years um there are like professional society position statements about how this is all just a, a bogus knockoff um but so the short of it is you take a chelating agent, which is what we would use to actually treat heavy metal toxicity. So it pulls any metals in your body out. And so the chelator will bind them. And chelation is not good. So no one should like go out and try to get chelators because you're not going to bind your heavy metals in your body. You're going to take out like your calcium, your magnesium, the stuff that you need to live. Just like uh, those potatoes. 
Yeah. Those potatoes. <laughs> um, and so you take a small dose of this and it makes your urine testing like go off the charts because every amount of, I don't know, lead you've ever been exposed to and lead is in our environment because we burned leaded gasoline for a hundred years. Um, and also, uh, real quick, something uh, that has brought to my attention over the past few months, lead paint is still used all over the place mm. Uh, mm. in industrial. There's no regulation on it. It's just residential uh, paint that's being sold uh, for home use. Mm. There is lead paint uh, for industrial applications absolutely everywhere. Just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Uh. But so you take this and so it'll make your urine then be like full of heavy metals. And so people get a test result that says like, oh, wow, you have so much lead in your body. You have so much gadolinium in your body, whatever. And then people get really fixated on that. And it's just a faked test. You like you have faked your test results. So they uh, set you up to fail the test result. Yeah. And so the people selling this because you have to pay cash because insurance will not pay for these tests. Man. Um, they will then tell you, oh, you're like your lead level is off the charts. That's why now that you're in your 40s, like it's harder to get out of bed in the morning and your joints hurt. <laughs> um, <laughs> and people fall for that because everyone wants there to be like a, a you can take a pill and now you feel young again or whatever. Of course. Yeah. And we then all the chelators are super super dangerous so for whatever reason these are available over the counter i mean you can buy them on amazon you can buy them at the grocery store you can buy them at gnc it's really scary and what the biggest problem is is people will like give them to autistic kids because they think that they have heavy metals from vaccines or whatever and i mean there's multiple cases of kids who have died because it doesn't actually just remove metals it removes like the things you need to live mm -hmm. and so in my practice i more often than not, I'm telling people why not to chelate. And so like chelation is probably the least thing that I do. And so it really scares me that people can just go out and do that when like, as the person who would deal with actual heavy metal poison, like someone who's dying right. from mercury, mercury poisoning, I am usually telling people not to do this. Wow. Yeah, man. It's uh again, it's just I understand the desperation that these people have and I understand why the grift works. Um, I guess my question is, why does it feel like, or maybe I'm wrong? Will maybe you can help me with this. I feel like the medical community more than ever has been online battling these things. Now, I know part of the problem is there's also doctors you'll find selling this stuff. Um, we'll talk about that in our liver episode too, but there's doctors behind the selling the stuff too. But why is it that the overwhelming amount of medical information that I feel we're trying to put out there doesn't seem to be going through? Am I wrong? Is it getting through to the public? Do, does you think it's now the public conscious that the words detox and these things are, are grifts or do you think it's still a work in progress? I think there's been, uh, with a, a lot of information in general over the internet, because more and more of it is kind of decentralized, there's less and less gatekeepers of the information. Anyone can read a study that's been published if they yeah. have access to, you know, screenshots of the paper or, you know, if it's behind a paywall or something, but, or, or if, you know, some science writer or, some website that hires an AI generated uh, bot, you know, uh, to, to write an article about some study that's been done. There's less and less people 
and I, I don't want to necessarily make this sound like a bad thing, but at the same time, we had editors that existed for such a long time that were right. at least theoretically doing their due diligence to make sure right. the stuff that got to the general public and became mainstream news was actual relevant information and not just like scary shit to drum up clicks to make ad revenue. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think it's like, I think it's you're I think you're correct in that more information from good genuine sources is getting to the public, but it's, increasing on both ends right just yeah. as much the, the increase in bad information is getting to the public too at the same time so uh it, it's and and everybody kind of lives in the world that they want to create right so mm -hmm. if you want to believe that the reason you feel like shit in the morning is because uh of of so you know you ate too much tuna and you have high levels of mercury in your body and not that uh you need to get more sleep and drink more water and maybe like do a little more cardio as you get older or something like that you're gonna want to go to the easy route like i would say like a good 80 to 90 percent of the people are going to be like no no, no no it's definitely the mercury poisoning it's not anything that i'm doing <laughs> it's uh it's because the environment you know is is shot to hell and there's all these toxins everywhere it's it's everybody searches for a magic bullet sometimes it's like what you were talking about with like everybody is susceptible to to something right yeah right this is this is same same uh, you know, uh, same as this, it's a different version of it where everybody is susceptible to believing that the cause of something is some magical thing that if they could just remove from their life would yeah. resolve itself. Good. And good medical advice too, from the, the non-doctor on the panel, probably the best medical advice of the day there <laughs> as well. Um, get, get more sleep and drink more water. You would really get more sleep, probably yeah, is the most yeah. important part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and cardio, yeah. Right. And stop trying to look for a panacea. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, okay. All right. So we should close up, but let me just end with one last question to you guys. I feel like, at least if nothing else, the the term detox is becoming pretty clear for for more people than before that it's scam. That's like it. it if you see the word detox or cleanse or boost, you should automatically have this you know alarm go off that this could be a scam. And I feel like that's getting out there. But then my question is what's the next terminology that we should be looking out for? I mean, I think they're gonna, I think the people doing these grips are eventually gonna catch on and they're gonna start looking for different terminology. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering what the next things would be. Um, cleanse obviously is one, uh, enhance, well, not, what, what else not is Not to like jump back on the Gwyneth Paltrow train, but I feel like her description of like, oh, I was an early adopter of IVs and like, and I, I just need an IV <laughs> yes, like right. to get nutrients that I could get from food. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I'm like, sorry. I like, that's, that's bone, probably the next direction. Yeah. Bone, yeah. bone broth is not a meal. Uh, <laughs> my friends, it's you need, you need more calories than that. Did y'all see that video of her describing uh, what she eats throughout the day? Yeah, I, I did. I, I saw did. an was... article article that described her <sighs> as, as having the same diet as a medieval peasant. <laughs> She, 
<laughs> she probably spends three hundred dollars a day on it too. Yeah, that's the best part. Well, okay, it's probably good. the bone. She didn't specify what bones. It's probably the bones of some endangered animal that she's eating every day. So, but that's really good. But you bring up a good uh, answer to my question, which is like, how do I pick up what the next terminology is? I'm just going to follow Gwyneth Paltrow because I'm sure she is going to be an early adapter of whatever yeah. nonsense comes up. Okay, that's great. Let's close it out at there. Let's get some plugs in. First of all, uh, Will Christy. I uh, forgot to mention your show, which I think is really funny. Most like small podcasts like mine are not that easy to listen to, but yours is super like fun. Can you tell us about the podcast? Oh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, it's uh, it is d- describing the podcast is uh, hell almost because it is. <laughs> Four or five dudes sitting around just shooting the shit, uh, which is is awful. Like that is the worst sure. possible description yeah. for a. Po- yeah. Nobody wants to listen to that. Sure. I get it. I completely <laughs> understand. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, we've all known each other for a very long time. We, uh, four of us play in a band together called Beard of Antlers, uh, very heavy stoner doom metal band. Uh, we we've just we're all good friends and we all bring a topic each week that we want to discuss and the best way to describe it is like your buddies sitting on like the the back porch of like a dive bar or something you know like like having a beer together um and it's generally pretty funny uh we cover a little bit of everything but it's it's just kind of like a vibe honestly like it's kind of like shit posting for your ears i don't know how to describe it honestly like i have to tell you that is that is what it feels like it feels like you're overhearing a conversation or you're almost a part of one which is the ideal right right Uh, between a group of good friends um who have like a genuine affection for each other and uh, don't have to be like toxic about the way they tease each other and have fun with each other it's it's really nice. It's a good show. I enjoy that's, it. So that's I, I do to listen that's, to it. We want it to be friendly and inviting. Yeah. Uh, and we're not experts on anything uh, other than like writing super heavy metal riffs. So if after you've done your detox, uh, your heavy metal detox, then come listen to Jort Center if you want to, and then get lots more heavy metal, uh, yeah. you know, uh, and, poisoning toxicity. And that is the name. It's called Jort Center. Like Jort, Jort Center. the things you wear, Jort Center. Yeah, like Jort, like uh, jean shorts. Uh, it's not about sports either. That's I think we shot ourselves in the foot uh, naming it that <laughs> because we barely talk sports. I know the most about sports on the show, and I don't know shit about sports. So that tells you. <laughs> how how much we talk about that um it's a great show so check it out and Thank follow you if much. you don't I, I already really follow it. will uh slash christy yamaguchi main uh online follow him what's your twitter handle now because uh you're... now it's it's oh shit but with so it's o-h-s-h-i-d-t that was my backup account and then my main account waffle house just got randomly frozen one day it's not dead i didn't get suspended i was told hey you can make another account. You can come back to Twitter. Like that was in the email, but yeah. they said we can't verify that you are in control of this account. Yeah. So I, similar to Icarus, I flew too close <laughs> to the sun, doing some dumb shit. Uh, probably sending out uh, 
fake tweets about Mitch McConnell's premature demise, uh, maybe, um, which I definitely did do that, and it went viral, and I pretended to be some news station in Kentucky. So I am a dickhead, uh, just so your listeners know. Um, yeah. yeah uh, but I, I try to I try to balance that out, you know. Nice call. Mitch McConnell nice died call. years ago. He was replaced with a, <laughs> yes, he did. a lizard person. <laughs> Absolutely, he did. Ryan, tell us where people can find you and tell me again about this YouTube channel that I uh, am eagerly <laughs> awaiting no new videos, videos on. on. Yeah. There's one uh, <laughs> a good one, by the way. The one is very good so far. Well, so there should be another one coming real soon. Um, okay. YouTube.com slash Ryan MD, but uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram and I guess that's and, all. And if you are a listener of the show and you're on Twitter, I'm sure you're already following him. But if you're not, you absolutely should. He's an amazing source of information uh, on medical things and some um, non-medical topics as well. But honestly, uh, one of the best sources on toxicology you're going to find. So make sure you're doing I'm that. I'm also a shit poster, but an amateur shit poster. No, Christy is like Olympic level shit poster. We're Olympic level. Exactly. We're uh, we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna get in the gym. We're gonna get those reps up. Um, I I really appreciate uh, seeing Ryan uh, uh, in the replies of someone. Uh, you know perpetrating fentanyl myths yes. uh constantly like I, I always i always appreciate his uh him dropping info on their heads so yeah um yeah man you teach me more about toxicology and i will uh i will teach you more about shit posting <laughs> deal, deal. <laughs> all right you guys are great i really appreciate it if you haven't already please rate and review our show at itunes tell your friends all that stuff thank you to nadim for help with production thank you guys The one thing about Ohio is everyone's trying to get out of Ohio. <laughs> That's why the, the most astronauts are from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get as far away from it as possible. This podcast is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult a physician or other qualified health care provider for your specific health care needs or concerns. The opinions expressed on this podcast do not represent the opinions of our employees. Details in the podcast have been changed so that patient identification is not possible. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.